Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to our number two, our number two of the podcast, a football heavy hour mixed with boxing. We have the tale of the tape and we go to the judges scorecards to grade fight night in the NFL the Los Angeles Rams, Jalen Ramsey in one corner. In the other corner, the New York football Giants wide receiver Golden Tate as they exchanged body blows, body blows after the game. We have the postmortem on this rambunctious Giants and Rams battle here in our number two. Fight night in the NFL. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour, it's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast Fox Sports Radio Network, emanating live from inside 
the Magic Radio box as we filibuster the late night hours away. And glad you have joined us. Now, full disclosure, I was not planning on doing a deep dive on the Rams-Giants game when I settled in to watch a full day of football activity. I was not. After all, this was a big mismatch. It was the second biggest point spread on the board. The only game that had a bigger point spread was the Ravens and Washington, formerly known as the Redskins, and the Rams were supposed to take care of the Giants with ease. It was not that way, although eventually Jared Goff did connect on a 55-yard pass play for a touchdown to a wide-open Cooper Cup. That was midway through the fourth quarter. The Rams able to play some defense down the stretch, got an interception of Daniel Jones, and they hold off the Giants 17-9. It was a defensive struggle. In fact, to tell you how much of a defensive struggle it was, the Rams only had two drives that went 60 yards or more. The Giants did not even have, uh, they had one, the final drive of the game. So they had one at the very end, and that was intercepted. But other than that, uh, it was it was a struggle. It was a struggle. The Rams, who had been so good on offense beginning the year, top 10 offensive team, they got bogged down by an injury-ravaged second-rate New York defense. That was unexpected, but not something that is a good talker. We do talk radio here, plausibly. Uh, There's not a lot to say about that. Uh, This was a go-through-the-motions type of afternoon in Inglewood. So the Giants are 0-4. The Rams are 3-1. And these teams are obviously going in different directions. The Rams fancy themselves as a playoff team. We think they are at this point, considering if you look at the landscape in the NFC, it's a quarter of the way through the season. And they're adding, they've added some extra playoff teams this year. So the Rams are in pretty good shape after the first four games of the season. They haven't played a divisional opponent yet. Obviously, things will change once that happens. The reason this game, though, the reason this game is in center square is because of a juicy subplot. And if you did not watch this game and you did not follow the news of the day, maybe you missed it. So the Rams beat the, the Giants. Who cares? Giants cover the spread. But we had Jalen Ramsey versus Golden Tate. They squared up for the Royal Rumble in the post-game meet and greet. We had fisticuffs is what we had. All hell broke loose. It turned into a knockdown, dragout ruckus. And no one was in the crowd. No fans were there to witness. The media was, and they had their phones going. They were recording it. There's grainy video all over social media from the press box looking down on the field as the fight was taking place. Dozens and dozens of players and coaches from both teams pushing and shoving, going back and forth. Let us discuss. Let us discuss. Now, does this particular scuffle between Jalen Ramsey of the Rams in one corner and Golden Tate of the Giants in the other corner, does it say more about Ramsey or more about Golden Tate? Well, obviously it says more about Jalen Ramsey when you know the backstory, which we're going to get to in a minute. You've got the go-go dancer, the sack of potatoes, and 1990s TV. And we will combine all these things together and make a marginal amount of monologue. Now, A, uh, Jalen Ramsey, who is a heck of a football player as a defensive back, He also brings the circus with him wherever he goes. And for those that don't know the backstory, let me give you the backstory. So the tabloids laid this all out. It played out on social media. But Jalen Ramsey happens to be the father of Golden Tate's young nieces. And while Tate's sister, Brianna Tate, was pregnant last summer 
with the second child, Jalen Ramsey's second child, Ramsey apparently had had enough. He decided to leave her to go out with an exotic dancer in Vegas. And he met, he went public on it. He chose not to do this in a reserved, mild manner approach. Social norms be damned. Uh, Jalen Ramsey flaunted his new go-go dancer from Vegas all over social media. That was what's known as rubbing salt into the wound. And when Ramsey had posted on social media a photo of his new girlfriend while his old girlfriend was still caring, had, had the, uh, the biscuit in the oven uh, that was going to be his, his daughter there, last October, Golden Tate made it publicly known that uh, he had been circling this matchup. This was a big deal to Golden Tate for the family. And so this turned out to be a battle royale and the result of a breach of decorum by Jalen Ramsey. Now, people break up all the time. Generally, it's you're not supposed to do it when someone's pregnant, and you're certainly not supposed to do it the way Jalen Ramsey did it. So when you look at the tail of the tape, though, I'm a boxing guy. I like the sweet side. So in one corner, you've got Golden Tate, 5'10", 191 pounds. That's his listed height weight. In the other corner, you've got Jalen Ramsey listed at 6'1", 208 pounds. So we're talking about different weight classes here. It's like a cruiserweight versus a light heavyweight in this matchup. And while the height and the weight advantage both go to Jalen Ramsey, I scored the fight 10-9 in favor of Golden Tate. More on that coming up. Now, B, Golden Tate defending the honor of his family and his sister. Very noble thing to do. Many guys would say that's the right thing. So he does get an edge for that part of it, but there is more to the story than just that, right? There's three sides to the story. There's your side, there's their side, and then there's the other side, which is probably the truth. Uh, and so we, we should point out that during the game, and I did, I was flipping back and forth. There were not very many late games because of the game's that will either cancel or move to Monday over the COVID-19 coronavirus. So anyway, uh, Golden Tate was manhandled during the game. Jalen Ramsey broke through a block and tossed Golden Tate down like a sack of potatoes, uh, like a sack of potatoes during the second half of the game. He lifted Golden Tate up off his feet. He decleated him and drove him into the turf. Like he wasn't even alive. And it was an over-the-top tackle right there that that was used to send a message. Message sent. That helped spark the fuse even further. Things continued to get ratcheted up the rest of the game. And it was like going to the opera and reaching a crescendo. And after the game, they reached the crescendo. Now keep in mind that while Golden Tate is on the right side, and we do give him the win in this fight, he's not exactly living in a glass house here. If you've been around for a few years, you might remember one of the great internet stories of years ago involves Golden Tate. And he was playing in Seattle, and the internet, I don't know if it's true or not, but the internet says that Golden Tate was canoodling with his then-teammate Russell Wilson's wife. That ended up in a divorce. Now, he's denied it, Golden Tate. I have no way of confirming it or not. I don't know. I just know what I've read on the internet, that he was doing the hanky-panky with a teammate's wife, and then he ended up going off and playing for the Detroit Lions. That does not sound like a great life choice either. Okay, that does not sound like a great life choice. That sounds like the type of choice that Jalen Ramsey might make. Etiquette be damned. Etiquette be damned. All right, last word here. 
So Jalen Ramsey's play on the field has gotten him the riches of Solomon. To me, he deserves it. I think he's wonderful. I'm happy to have him on the Rams. Everything else, though, the drama-o-rama, which is great for talk radio, man, oh, man, Ramsey is living out a 1990s TV sitcom. All right, uh, or not even a sitcom, like a talk show. Like a talk show, like Jerry Springer meets Days of Our Lives. That is Jalen Ramsey in a nutshell. Tabloid TV. To be polite, uh, Ramsey's decision-making, or lack thereof, off the field, uh, he's just he's lacking some good manners. He's lacking some good manners. You could, you could argue he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer when it comes to these kind of decisions. Now, mischief is right around the corner. When you're talking about Jalen Ramsey, it might be there, it might be over here, but it's somewhere. For example, even after the waters had turned calm, in this all this melee that took place there, people went their separate ways, Jalen Ramsey was worked into such a lather because of what had happened. He was still dressed in full uniform and was pacing on the field with his phone in hand for roughly 25 minutes, according to reports, right? 25 minutes going back and forth across the field in uniform uh, after everyone else had gone back to the locker room and cooled off and taken showers and do all that stuff following the brawl. Now, this is the main reason that I give Golden Tate the win in this fight. Now, he won the fight on the field, but then... You could tell that he emasculated Jalen Ramsey because Ramsey then tried to start a second brouhaha by waiting for Golden Tate in the bowels of the new SoFi Stadium in Inglewood and the Giants post-game locker room. Jalen Ramsey was over there. He was lurking. He wanted to go at it with Golden Tate yet again. That tells you he lost the first fight because he wanted a second fight. So that's a win for Golden Tate. Now, turns out that he did not get his second fight, so we won't know who would have won that one. But clearly, Jalen Ramsey, uh, he got the win. That's great. But in this mano-a-mano, toe-to-toe, belly-to-belly, face-to-face confrontation with Golden Tate, uh, not good. Can you imagine the family get-togethers there around uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that? I, oh, my. That's uh, that's going to be extra spicy is what that's going to be. All right. It is the Ben Mather Show. You want to talk about any of that? It is all fair game. You can join the conversation here at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. I'm still looking for those Kyler Murray MVP calls. I got those the first couple weeks of the season. I... Kyler was just amazing in his latest loss to the Carolina Panthers. He averaged a very fun-sized 4.3 yards per pass attempt. <laughs> Starting court averaging 4.3 yards per pass uh, attempt. Kyler Murray, where have you gone? Wow. Oh, my. Cardinals, maybe they'll draft a quarterback this year again. Get, get a real quarterback in there. Maybe that'll happen, huh? Yes. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox will take a bunch of of your phone calls, because it's a call-in radio show, and that's why. It's a call-in radio show. Uh, also, skating on thin ice. Skating on thin ice. We'll get to that as well, and we will do it all, and we will do it next.
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
We need to grow the Maller Militia. This is the program of the people, by the people, for the people. Let's help bring new listeners to the Magic Radio Box as we burn the midnight oil. If you'd like to help, please just post messages about the Ben Maller Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other social media. Word of mouth advertising is invaluable. And now live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. So we continue our fight coverage. Blow by blow, Jalen Ramsey... Of the Los Angeles Rams versus Golden Tate of the New York football giants going at it in an empty stadium in the hood in Inglewood following the Rams win over the Giants. And I want to hear from the coaches because these guys have to do a tightrope walk. Like these guys, Most of these coaches try to play it close to the vest. They don't want to say anything. Very few coaches actually do. Uh, let's hear what they had to say. Here's Sean McVay. You'll hear him asked about what happened with Jalen Ramsey and Golden Tate, and then you'll hear him do a little tap dance. Coach, what happened there at the end with uh, after the game when uh, there was seemed Jalen Ramsey was in the middle of a mess? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I was uh, shaking hands, and I, you know, I just kind of got in the middle. Fortunately, got it broken up, and uh, nothing occurred from there. <laughs> That's not what it looked like in the video. There was a lot, man. They were throwing punches everywhere. There were arms and legs and everything was flying all over the place. Oh, yeah, no, no. We broke it up real quick. Yeah. All right. Here's the other coach, Joe Judge, the coach of the Giants here. He was asked his side of things, what he thought happened, the details. He wanted information. The media wanted information about the fight. I got to see and find out all the details right there. I don't have anything right there. Uh, Not yet anyway. Obviously, we want to do our fight in between the whistles for 60 minutes. I don't know all the details, so I'm going to hold and reserve comment on that until I find out everything. Yeah. Okay. And then this, ah, we're moving on. I don't want to talk about that. We want to get ready for the next game. That's how that's going to go. Yes? Uh, I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go yes. That's how that's going to go. All right. We'll take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. The Malamusha reacting to, to the opening monologue. Justin in Cincinnati. One of these Cincinnati bros says, I guarantee Jalen Ramsey and Golden Tate will end up on Maury Povich. Someone's got to be the father. So he says, Manic Mike says, good Ramsey Tate monologue. Maybe they were fighting to see who's the biggest douchebag of them all. It is possible. It is possible. Your sports source writes in, says, good monologue there. Great monologue, he says. Not good, great. Great monologue, Ben. We could have used a full video of it. So you could break it down blow by blow. Yeah, I only saw some grainy video, and it was hard to make out exactly what was going on in the middle. I did see some of the linemen that were enraged and engaged in the Donnybrook. Uh, And then your sports source points out that Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey, Lou Williams, Earl Thomas, and his brother should start a reality TV show. I'll pay for it. Guarantee. He points out. Well, there's enough TV channels now that everyone should get a reality TV show, right? Every every time I turn on the TV, there's a new channel that pops up there. And uh, stuff like this happens, bro. It just happens, man. Yeah, exactly. It just happens, bro. That's how that goes down. My goodness. All right, so skating on thin ice. Let's pay that off right now. We take you now back to the NFL, the Motor City, where the Detroit Lions did it yet again. The Lions had a two-touchdown lead. They came out guns a-blazing. They were ready to go there at the start of the game against the New Orleans Saints. Two touchdowns right away. Bam, bam for Matthew Stafford and the Lions. And they are sitting pretty. They had a 14-0 lead. 
and and looking great. And from that point forward, they then gave up the next 35 points. The next 35 points went to the New Orleans Saints, and the Lions had their clock cleaned, which leads us to the curious job security of Matt Patricia. Since we have reached the quarter pole mark of the NFL, there's still two games going on tonight. Uh, since we've reached the quarter mark, though, for pretty much everybody, by the end of the night, outside of the Steelers and Titans, everyone will have played, knock on wood, uh, four games. So that means the bye week start, and one of the teams that has their bye week in week five is the Detroit Lions. So does that mean that Matt Patricia is getting a pink slip? Is he going to be let go when the sun comes up here early on a Monday? It's the middle of the night right now, but is he going to be released of duties as coach of the Lions? Typically, if you're going to get rid of a coach, you do it on the bye week. And Matt Patricia, we were pulling for him. We like our fat coaches around here. But Matt Patricia's now lost 12 of his last 13 games despite having a lead in all but one of them. All but one of them, the Lions have had the lead at one point or another. And now six losses, six losses, the last six games in which he's led by double digits, the Lions have walked off the field with their tail between their legs and their head down, and they have been losers. And you you do the arithmetic here, and there have been some bad coaches. My entire life, the Lions have blown. They've been a joke. The only time the Lions are relevant is on Thanksgiving. That's the only time you want to see the Lions is on Thanksgiving And even then, you typically don't want to see the Lions on Thanksgiving. But Patricia now, based on winning percentage, is the third worst coach in Lions history. And he was asked after the game, I don't know if we have the sound better or not, but he was asked about, you know, why he should have the job, you know, what what should you tell the fans, why you should keep the job. And that's that's a tough one to answer. That's a tough one. So he he hemmed and hawed, and he talked about how it was a tough situation. We had to turn things around. You know, give some BS answer there. Um, but what are you really going to do? Like, what are you in, in that situation? If you're Matt Patricia, I mean, you've done a terrible job. The team is brutal. So what exactly are you going to do? It's not much you can do. All right, let's go to the phones and let's see here. Where shall we go? Uh, let's say hello to Aaron, who's in Nashville, and Aaron is up next on Fox. Hello, Aaron. Good morning, Mr. Maller. Hello I'm, to you, Aaron. What's up? I'm here to make a case that, though it may not be the best division in football, the AFC North is by far the most compelling division in football, and here is my case. Joe Burrow looks fantastic, even though the rest of his team looks either not there or hilarious. Uh, There's the perennial awesome MVP Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. You know, let's not stack them up against the Kansas City Chiefs because, you know, everyone stacked up against the Kansas City Chiefs doesn't look quite great. Then you've got Ben Roethlisberger. You've always got a chance with the Steelers pulling out some kind of magic just in case Ben can avoid yanking his arm out of socket off the field. And then you've got... I love seeing the Cleveland Steamers drop, just absolutely become terrible. I love seeing it, but with that resurrection of Dr. Tom Osborne at coach, whoever the heck he is, just running like a maniac with with that two-headed monster, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. If uh, I mean, hopefully they turn back into the Browns. I just like seeing those people suffer. But I want to see them take losses hot, 
hot losses on the chest like Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> on a hotel bathroom floor. Oh. I'll have I'll hang up and listen. Thank All you, right, Mr. Thank Mouth. you. I appreciate that, Aaron. A tremendous rant. Uh, also premature. Listen, the Browns' offense looked great against the Cowboys, but premature to say that that Browns team's actually good. I don't think that's a good win for the Browns. It's an important win for the Browns because it's against a team with a name brand, the Dallas Cowboys, but the Cowboys suck. Let's be honest here. The Cowboys blow. They were a mediocre team last year. They appear to be worse this year than last. And they get a lot of attention because they're the Dallas Cowboys and they get ratings on television. And the reason they're in one of the high-profile games every week is because where you just put the Cowboys on, you're going to get a huge rating on television. 95 96 97% of the time, that's going to happen. But the Bengals are a bad team. Joe Burrow's fun to watch. The Browns, I'm not convinced on. It's still a two-team race until I see more from the Cleveland Browns. And you've got the Ravens, who are front runners with Lamar Jackson. Can they beat good teams if they fall behind? Are they, is the only recipe for the Baltimore Ravens, they have to have the lead. And if they fall behind, they have no ability to come back. If that's the case, you're a fraud. If that's the reality of the Ravens, they're fake. They don't exist. They're not real. And so by default to them, we then put the Pittsburgh Steelers at the very top of that list with Ben Roethlisberger, who's looked pretty good so far, though the Steelers haven't exactly played the murderer's role of their schedule. But it's... It's the AFC North or the NFC West with Seattle, the Rams, and the 49ers. The Cardinals are a bad team. I, even though they're 2-2, two and two, they're a bad team. Lost to Carolina. Lost to the Lions. That's embarrassing for the Arizona Cardinals. They should be, they should be getting like extra losses for those uh, performances. But it's really a three-team division there. And until I see more from the Browns, then I say that is still I'm – not, I'm not there with the Cleveland Browns being, uh, being legit. Uh, I'm not. But they'll have more opportunities down the line here to prove they are their worth and their dominance at the line of scrimmage. I'll be more impressed. Now, I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal with you. If Cleveland, and they play host to the Colts this coming week in week five, if the Brownies win that game and do it in impressive status, I'm in. We're going to know a whole lot more about the Browns in the next two weeks. They play the Colts and the Steelers. So if they're sitting here and they win the next couple, they got a five-game winning streak, they're 5-1, and one, then I'm in. Then I'm buying stock. I'm not buying stock. I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm not selling on the Browns. I'm holding the stock. I'm not buying it. I'm holding on to it, and I still have the option of selling it down the line. Understand? Yes. All right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. All right. We'll have third degree coming up in a couple of minutes for you as we – Continue to filibuster the overnight hours away. Jordan writes and says, The Lions sacrificed the win for Scorigami, he says. That was the first 35-29 score in NFL history. Uh, JJ says, You have a Browns hat when they make the playoffs, he says. That's uh, from, the, yeah, he sent me the ugliest Browns hat in the world. The uh, little elf on it, right? Yeah, that, that thing, oof, man, does that thing stink. That is brutal. Uh, we'll have more on the Browns-Cowboys game later on uh, in the in the program. So private accommodations or not-so-private accommodations, as you may or may not know, we'll get back to football, but the baseball playoffs are continuing. We are into the next round. We've moved through the wild card round. We're now in the divisional round of the playoffs, and these are in soft bubbles. These matchups are in soft bubbles. The Astros and the... 
Yankees and these these American League teams are in the West. They're in California, uh, L.A. The Astros and A's in L.A. and the uh, Yankees, I, I think, are in San Diego, right? Yankees and Rays, I believe, are in San Diego. Yeah. And then you've got the, the National League teams in Arlington, half of them in Arlington, half of them in Houston. Now, they're playing every day this yep, week. No days off. No days off, which I think is cool. I think that's cool. It it's a once in a lifetime deal unless we have another pandemic next year or the pandemic just continues. But since they're not traveling, they're just like, hey, we'll just play, we'll get it done in a week, and that's it. Rat a tat tat day after day. So they're gonna play that. But check this out. Did you see now I don't know what hotel, I've not been able to find the name of the hotel, and it would be wrong of me to give this out. But the Astros and A's are getting ready to match up here in that the American League. That'll be today in Southern California, and according to Alex Bregman of the cheating Astros, the Astros and A's are both staying at the same Los Angeles area hotel. <laughs> They're at the, the same hotel. They're the only people at said hotel. The uh, staff has been quarantined as well, so everyone's being quarantined there, and the this massive luxury hotel because I don't know if you know about this, but these big league players do not stay at the Easy Eight Hotel. They're not staying at the the Crazy Six. They are staying at a five star resort ty- style hotel. So you got the Astros and A's. Now I bring this up because you have on the Oakland A's roster someone who might end up pitching and probably will end up pitching at some point here, Mike Fires, the man that blew the roof off this whole cheating scandal. And he is staying at the same hotel with his former team, the Astros. He was the whistleblower that led us to the promised land to find out what kind of espionage the Astros were doing. So you got fire staying at the hotel. You also have on the A's side, Ramon Laureano, who, like a bull, charged after the entire A's team. So, now I know this is like fake sports hate, and these guys probably all play grab ass, and there's nepotism and all that. But in my head, I imagine them really having bad blood for each other. And like, what do you do when you want to go down and have your your morning a cup of coffee and your eggs Benedict, and and your, you pick up your food and all that, or they just have room service? They don't leave their rooms. I'm not sure how that works, but they're staying at the same hotel. And I would think that's going on also in the other matchups that they're just putting these teams in the hotel, which is what they did at the bubble in the NBA and also in hockey. They were all staying at the same uh, same location. Uh, let's sneak a phone call in, and where shall we go? Let's go to Canella, the number one fan for Cam Newton, who's devastated because Cam won't be playing for the Patriots for the next couple of weeks. What's going, what's going on, Canella? What's going on, my man? First of all, where the hell is your bar going to be in Colorado, man? I'm trying to take a photo and tweet you oh, guys. Man. Oh, well, you are. Well, it's, not, it's not. It's outside Denver. I don't know the name of the place. Now, Shell Shock made the deal with the, the restaurateur, the owner of the restaurant. Uh, it's it's about 70 miles outside of Colorado. 70 and miles? That's not that Dutch, far. Man. Come on, Canelo. You can drive Come out on, there. Man. You can drive out there, Canelo. You can, you can, you got ways. You can get out there. And the the winner, the voting has not ended yet. There's still some time to vote. It's on. It's pinned to the top of my Twitter page. But it's overwhelming in in the, one in oh, one answer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's that now. There, you you know you know there is the Maller sandwich, which is on the menu in a Denver restaurant, Canelo. What restaurant is that? The the Sportsbook Bar and Grill. There's two locations in the greater Denver area. They've been a big fans of the show for almost 10 years, I mean, eight years now. 
and you can get you can get the Maller. It's a buffalo chicken sandwich. You can get that. It's on the menu there at the Sportsbook Bar and Grill. So check that out. Have you been to Denver and have you had it? I have not had the Maller sandwich. Now, I would get it without. Now, the way they make the sandwich, I want to give you the, the menu here. It's, it's a uh, fried chicken breast tossed okay. in hot sauce, lettuce, tomato, and blue cheese. I would take the blue cheese. I do not want the blue cheese. Uh, and no tomato. I do the lettuce. That would be the official Maller way. But they gotta sell they gotta sell chicken sandwiches, Canella. And so I that's what the, they, you know, you gotta put it on the menu the way it is. So it's a look, check that out. You live in Denver, so you have no excuse not to eat the Maller. That sounded Absolutely. that sounded bad. Hey, all right. Next time next time I'm there, I'm taking a photo and I'm putting all of you guys. <laughs> all right, Canella. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, boy, that sounded awkward. There's no way to say that and not sound awkward. There isn't. We have Mallard to the third degree. We're going to get to that coming up here momentarily. Yes, indeed. And we look forward to that. But first, here is the Insta trivia. So Dak Prescott becoming the third quarterback in NFL history to throw for at least 500 yards and four touchdowns in a game that his team lost. He joins Matthew Stafford and blank as the only ones to do it. Again, Dak Prescott becoming the third quarterback in the history of the NFL to throw for at least 500 yards or more, four touchdowns or more, in a game and watch his team lose. He joins Matthew Stafford, Lion Legend, and Blank. That is the Insta Trivia. The answer next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Only a few rare birds are able to listen to all four hours of the Ben Maller Show live overnight. But thanks to podcasting, you have no excuse to miss a second of our unorthodox chatter. Subscribe to the Ben Maller Show podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. It's quick, painless, and a noise management. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Uh, Dallas becomes the third quarterback in NFL history to throw for at least 500 yards and four touchdowns Ooh. or more in a game and watch his team lose. He joins Matthew Stafford and Blank in the, on that list. Uh, the answer's coming in. Robin Vegas is going with the hefty lefty. Jared Lorenzen is his answer. Mr. Nice Guy chooses Borat. I know that's your favorite picture of Borat. Who else do we have? Blake Bortles tossed out by Brad. Jason Seaver from J-Scoop in Seattle. Stan Humphreys, guessed by... The G. Gordon Liddy account. Uh, who else do we have? Jeff George from Jeff. That's his answer. Hugh Millen, tossed out by Channer. That's Falcon great Hugh Millen. Dusty Rhodes from Rob I.M. That's his answer. Uh, Alf, the alien opiner, says the world's biggest Charger fan, Mrs. Garcia and KK. Uh, Chargers fans, he says. Uh, who else do we have? Page down here. Andrew Walter from... Antonio Clown, Sage Rosenfels tossed out by Rob in Minnesota. Scott in Rhode Island says it's Jason in the truck, uh, relieving himself in the cat box, he says is the answer. Fats from Philadelphia going with his favorite entertainer of all time, Helen Keller is his answer. Philip Rivers from Steve in Oregon. Eric in Omaha is going with C.J. Beathard. I don't know that I'm allowed to say his nickname there, but thank you for that. E.J. Manuel from Jimbo, the horse racing guy. Do you have an answer, Eddie? David Klingler. All right, David Klingler. No, that is incorrect. The correct answer. Keep it in the Cowboy family, the great Tony Romo. Who? Romo had 506 yards, five touchdowns, and a loss to the Broncos. It's Romo, Stafford, and Prescott. Romo sexual. That's right. 
It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, coop that loop. So there was a uh, certain sports TV uh, host this weekend that said that if the New York Jets end up with the first pick in the draft, that Trevor Lawrence should seriously consider staying at Clemson another year due to the ineptitude of the people running the franchise. Do you agree, Ben? No, thumbs down. A, unless Trevor Lawrence is being paid gobs of money under the table, he might be at Clemson, then you need to leave college, go to the NFL, open up the shoots of money that the NFL will provide you if you're a top-notch quarterback. And this is the boilerplate response from a talking head on television that, oh, no, he should stay in school. He shouldn't go back. He shouldn't go to the the NFL. If you're a good college player, outside of being a douche canoe like Eli Manning, there is no way to avoid being drafted by an impoverished team. Look at Joe Burrow, who was sent to Siberia, and he didn't have a hissy fit. He didn't hold out. Burrow has embraced being a Bengal. He's done pretty well so far for himself. Next! Now, with another rash of positive COVID tests and uh, more delayed games, there's talk that the NFL is considering a team-by-team bubble for the rest of the season. Now, this has been shot down by the NFL Players Association in the past, but do you think the positive tests might change their minds? I do not. The NFL is going to stick to the script they have in 2020 as long as they can. Now, it is inevitable, really, that randomly you're going to have these outbreaks, You know, even with the many precautions. If the president, as insulated as the president is of the United States, if he's getting this, then if you're playing for the Saints or the Patriots or whoever, you're not somehow magically protected. But you're talking about three or four months in a bubble because you've got to go all the way through January, February, I, I don't for the teams to get in the Super Bowl. I don't buy it. I anticipate the NFL uh, will continue down this path in, unless they have no other choice. Next, so JJ Reddick appeared on a podcast this weekend where he said the 76ers really effed up by not bringing him back, not only because of his shooting but also his relationships in the locker room. Ben, do you think JJ Reddick would have made a difference? No, oh, of course not. He's a he's a designated shooter. He doesn't play defense. I don't. This locker room stuff is bullcrap. JJ Reddick's skill as a sniper also fades away late in games. I saw it with the Lob City Clippers. We saw it in Philly. This guy's not a clutch guy. He's full of crap. Now he would not have made a difference. How do we do, Coop? He passes it. There it is. That's a winner. Take that, JJ Reddick. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.